Good morning and welcome to our Sunday morning worship here at St Mary's Hitcham on this glorious sunny day. It's lovely to see you all and, um, and it's lovely to see all new people coming to join us on this service too. We're going to start our service with our first hymn this morning and it's all about who we are and what we're doing here this morning. So we're going to sing The Heart of Worship.
Well, it wouldn't be Sunday morning worship without some notices, so let me just do those next. Tonight at seven o'clock, we have bingo on our Zoom meeting. And if you'd like to join us, you need to get in touch with us pretty quick so we can drop you some bingo tickets. And also you will notice on the notices that we will um, having, we're going to be making a St. Mary's video and we're going to need you to, to participate and send in your little snapshots. The details will be on the news sheet and then we can tell you when we need your pictures in. And finally, a little plea from me with all my deliveries. If you've got any ramkin dishes or bowls or containers that I've given you things in, could you return them at some point so I can keep the baking going? Let's come to our opening prayer. People of the earth, shout for joy to the Lord or the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. People of the earth, enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. Amen. And now we're going to prepare for our confession, saying sorry for the things that we've said and done this week, or that we should have said and done this week and failed to do them. So please join in the responses. Where we could have spoken for you and failed to do so, Lord, we are sorry. Where we could have been an example for you and failed to do so, Lord, we are sorry. Where we could have intervened in a difficult situation and failed to do so, Lord, we are sorry. Where we could have showed kindness and love and failed to do so, Lord, we are sorry. As we face a new week, Lord, give us grace and give us strength to stand for you, to speak for you and to live for you. Lord, let us live for you. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his spirit and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. We're now going to have our reading read by Debbie Bignall and it's from John's Gospel. Following that, Chris Berry is going to come and talk to us. Good morning. Uh, this morning's reading is taken from John chapter 14, verses 15 to 21. Jesus said, If you love me, you will obey what I command, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realise that I am in my Father, 
and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. For the gift of the word, thanks be to God. Good morning. You know the Bible is amazing. Today's reading consists of just 10 sentences, yet it contains so much to talk about. From just those 10 sentences, I could talk about four different topics. The first three are the Holy Spirit, truth, or Jesus is alive. I'm not going to talk about any of them. I'm going to be talking instead about what Jesus says at the start and the beginning of today's reading. John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands. Verse 21, Jesus says, Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So today I'm going to talk about obeying commandments, in particular how we can obey Jesus' commandments. Charles Stanley said this, The bottom line in the Christian life is obedience, and most people don't even like the word. Perhaps we don't like the word because obedience has a negative ring to it. Over the past, we are being told to do something and we don't like it. Over the past eight weeks or so, we've been told to stay indoors and we don't like it. We've been told to wash our hands for 20 seconds and we don't like it. We've been told not to visit our family and friends and we don't like it. Obedience has a negative ring to it. However, the issue of obedience is one that we deal with most days. Most days, you make the decision to obey the traffic laws and stick to 70 miles an hour on the M4. I said most days. We make the decision to obey our employer. We decide to obey our conscience. Most days, we obey something or somebody. Now, when I thought about obedience, the first picture that came to mind was a TV programme from many years ago called One Man and His Dog. You see, perhaps we associate obedience with training of dogs rather than people. In one man and his dog, a shepherd would shout and whistle. His dog would listen and obey his commands. Left a bit, right a bit, away. The dog is obedient for two important reasons. Number one, the dog knows who is in charge. And number two, the dog is devoted to his master and loves him. Now we often picture Jesus as a shepherd. In fact, we are told this by Jesus himself in John chapter 10. He is the shepherd and we are his sheep. But I wonder, and this may be strange, are we also like the sheepdog? You see, the sheepdog obeys the shepherd, just as Jesus wants us to obey him. And just as the sheepdog is devoted to his master and loves him, Jesus wants us to be devoted to him and to love him. Remember verse 21? Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. So that's an interesting thought. We are the sheep and perhaps also the sheepdog. Whether we see ourselves as sheep or sheepdog, being obedient is not easy. Just like both those animals, we often feel that we can ignore a command. For example, imagine I ask you to think of and email me a list of 100 different commands such as maybe shower every Thursday. Out of those 100 commands, I know I would put probably 30 of them to one side, 
for a rainy day. I would ignore them. I would try to obey the 70 and ignore the difficult or tricky or perhaps just mad commands. Now remember those 30 ignored commands because I'm going to come back to them later. As adults, we tend to think that obedience is for animals or children. We feel we are independent and have free will to obey or to resist or to simply ignore. We often think like this because we forget the simple fact that we are not in control. Obedience is an act of surrendering our will. If being obedient is not easy, then being obedient to Jesus is also not easy. We can resist Jesus even though being obedient to him is far better for us. Also, when we say we are followers of Jesus, we are saying that Jesus is in control. Obedience is an essential part of living as a follower of Jesus. And even though it's not easy, Jesus wants us to keep his commands. He wants us to keep those commands out of love for him. Now, obeying commands does not always involve love. For example, sticking to 70 miles an hour on the M4 is a legal command, but we don't obey out of love. However, wearing a seatbelt is also a legal command, yet we obey out of love. Love for our own safety and for that of our passengers. By the way, wearing a seatbelt is not one of Jesus' commands. But there are 613 commands in the Old Testament, plus 1,050 commands in the New Testament. That's a grand total of 1,663 commands. I'm going to pause there to let that sink in. That's 1,663 commands. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands. He doesn't say, if you love me, keep some of my commands. He wants us to follow all his commands. And that is the challenge. Because remember those 100 commands you were going to email me? I put 30 to one side, remember? Ignored for a rainy day. On that same scale, if you gave me 1,663 commands, I would probably ignore 498. That's a lot of ignored commands. I started with the question, how can we obey Jesus' commandments? Jesus wants us to keep all his commands. How can we do that? Where do we start? That's if we start at all. Thankfully, Jesus tells us exactly where to start. Jesus is wonderful. Just as today's reading links commands and love together, the starting command involves love. When he is asked, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment? It's in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Jesus replies, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. That is the greatest commandment and I would suggest the best place for us to start obeying Jesus. Live a life of love for God, Jesus and our neighbours. The more we love, then the more we will want to obey more of those commands. Love and obedience go hand in hand. I'm going to finish how I started. I said the Bible is amazing and it truly is. As well as setting us the challenge to obey Jesus, today's reading tells us what the three amazing rewards we will have. Verse 21 starts with Jesus saying, Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And in the next sentence, Jesus describes the rewards. Remember, Jesus links loving him and obeying him together. Reward number one, Jesus says, 
the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. So when we obey Jesus, God will love us. Reward number two, Jesus continues, the one who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love them. So when we obey Jesus, Jesus will love us. And reward number three, Jesus continues, the one who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love them and show myself to them. So when we obey Jesus, Jesus will be with us. Three great rewards for obedience to Jesus. God will love us, Jesus will love us and Jesus will be with us. Jesus wants us to obey him, not because we have to, but because we want to, out of love for him. And every Sunday we say during the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done. If we mean that, then we should want to be obedient and follow his will. And how do we start being obedient? How can we obey Jesus' commandments? Live a life of love for God, Jesus and our neighbours. Amen. Thank you to Debbie and to Chris. And Mary is now going to come and lead us in prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you you have promised us that you will do anything in your name. If we ask it, you will do it. Give us faith as we offer our prayers to you. Lord, now perhaps more than ever, we need to love those around us as best we can. Give us eyes to see and hands and hearts to respond to those who are alone, anxious, ill or in need of support at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father God, you sent your Holy Spirit as our comforter, guide and our source of strength. Be with us as we worship you in our daily lives in these completely and new and different ways. Let us remember you are always there. Keep us close to you, even though it is, being a it is a struggle being separated from each other and those we love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we ask for an end to this virus. We ask for your wisdom and compassion to the uppermost in the thoughts and um, decisions our government make in the coming weeks, in the best way forward out of this lockdown. But above all, we pray that your name alone will be glorified in all of this, that you will work miraculously to end this dreadful pandemic. And we humbly pray that our world will be a different place, more loving, more compassionate, more considerate of our world and those around us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and the suffering at this time, those in hospital, those in terrible anxiety and grief. And we pray for those caring every day for those who can't look after themselves or manage alone. Thank you, Lord, for all those volunteering in our food banks, NHS hospitals and many other ways to help those affected by COVID-19. Grant them your peace, 
energy and protection. Thank you for those working to keep our shops, our post, our communications, our schools, all those things that we need. Protect them and bless all they are doing. In Jesus' name. We take time now to pray and remember for those who are on our list in our church building, for those known to us who need your strength, your power and comfort in whatever way right now. We bring before you all those known to us, Father, who really need to hear your voice saying, peace, be still, and your healing touch. Lord, in your mercy, accept these prayers for the sake of your Saviour, our Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Mary. We're now going to come to the peace and we're going to share the peace with one another if you're in a family or just virtually by using this sign. We are the body of Christ. In one spirit, we are all baptised into one body. Let us pursue all that makes for peace and builds up common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. And while we continue sharing the peace, we're going to worship together and invite God's Holy Spirit to be with us. Let us sing Holy Spirit.
So now we come to our communion prayers. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to set before you, which earth have given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this wine to set before you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us the cup of salvation. The Lord is here. His spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. Almighty God, good Father to us all, your face is turned towards your world. In love you gave us Jesus, your Son, to rescue us from sin and death. Your word goes out to call us home, to the city where angels sing your praise, and we join with them in heaven's song. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Father of all, we give you thanks for every gift that comes from heaven. To the darkness, Jesus came as your light with signs of faith and words of hope. He touched untouchables with love and washed the guilty clean. This is his story. This is our song, Hosanna in the highest. The crowds came out to see your son, yet at the end they turned on him. On the night he was portrayed, he came to table with his friends to celebrate the freedom of your people. This is his story. This is our song, Hosanna in the highest. Jesus blessed you, Father, for the food. He took bread, gave thanks, broke it and said, this is my body given for you all. Jesus then gave thanks for the cup. He gave it and said, this is my blood shed for you all for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. This is our story. This is our song, Hosanna in the highest. Therefore, Father, with this bread and this cup, we celebrate the cross on which he died to set us free. Defying death, he rose again and is alive with you to plead for us and all the world. This is our story. This is our song, Hosanna in the highest. Send your Holy Spirit on us now that by these gifts we may feed on Christ with open eyes and hearts on fire. May we and all who share this food offer ourselves to live for you and be welcomed at your feast in heaven, where all creation worships you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
we break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in one bread. So now is the time that you are going to share bread and wine between you all. And whilst we are doing that, we're going to sing a new commandment. Let us say the prayer after communion together. Lord, we have broken your bread and received your life. By the power of your spirit, keep us always in your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And our blessing. May the Lord of love surround you. May Jesus, the shepherd, walk with you. May the joy of the Holy Spirit fill your heart with peace and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and your families and all whom you pray for this day and always. Amen. So our final hymn that we're going to sing today is in Christ Alone.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Have a really wonderful day. Enjoy that sunshine and being in creation today. And we'll see you either next week at our nine o'clock reflections or next Sunday for this service.